I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. Three weeks after the city was stunned by the blast near the Boston Marathon's finish line, the body of deceased suspect Tamerlan Tsarnaev has yet to be buried. An uncle has claimed the remains currently inside a funeral home in Worcester, about an hour west of Boston. Funeral director Peter Steffen is trying to find a cemetery that would accept the body, but it's been difficult, as Steffen told reporters from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette yesterday. Guy has to be buried. This country will bury people, whatever it is. And people ask, oh, you'd bury Hitler and Stalin? Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to be inconsistent with it. We bury the dead. That's it. City officials in Cambridge, where Tamerlan Tsarnaev lived, have refused to allow his burial there, and they're not alone in not wanting to get involved. We made several calls to Muslim religious leaders in the Boston area, some of whom have themselves declined to help in the Tsarnaev burial, but none of them called back. We had to go as far as Winnipeg in Canada to find a Muslim leader willing to speak with us about this. Shahina Siddiqui is president of the Islamic Social Services Association in Winnipeg. She says she's upset by the problems the family is having in finding a resting place for the Boston bombing suspect. I'm quite sad about this development because I really feel that regardless of how a person has lived their lives, everyone should get their last rights. Even for murderers, even serial killers, they get their last rights, right? Mm. Um, So I think it's important uh, that we remember that um, the judgment is with God, and he will uh, have to answer for his actions. And as a Muslim, we believe in heaven and hell as well, right, like real places. So God knows where he is going to end up. I know people are angry and people are afraid, but I think we have to rise above this negativity and and just quietly do what we have to do and, and leave the judgment to God. Tell us what is involved in giving last rites in Muslim tradition. It's very simple. It's a washing of the body, a ritual washing. Then the body is wrapped in white cotton sheets, and then a prayer is said over. There is no prostration or bowing in the funeral prayer. It takes not more than five minutes. Uh, You first recite the opening chapter of the Quran in the first section. The second section, you would call on God to uh, forgive and have mercy on all Muslims who have gone before and who are to follow. Uh, and then you say in salvation on the Prophet um, Muhammad and, and Prophet Abraham and his progeny. And that's it. Are there different interpretations of the ritual that vary from country to country or from group to group? Uh, no, this is the basic. Some may add something to it. For example, in North America, we bring the body to the mosque for the funeral prayer, and then we proceed to the cemetery. In most Muslim countries, uh, the prayer is done right at the place of burial. Where are those rules prescribed? Is it in the Quran? Uh, they are in the Quran, and they are also have been further explained and demonstrated by the Prophet. So the Quran will tell you you have to bury your dead as soon as possible, right? Like under the Jewish tradition, cremation is not permitted. The Prophet also said to have unmarked graves. So if you go to Saudi Arabia, the graves are not marked. So do you look at what's happening here in the Boston area and the controversy over Tamerlan Tsarnaev and what to do with him? People have been coming up with various reasons on why he should not be buried. Do you just look at those as excuses? I look at them as knee-jerk reactions. Who are we to take on the role of God and decide, you know, dust to dust, we all have to go. What kind of eternal life he has, whether in heaven or hell, it's up to God uh, to decide. Uh, But I think this is a dangerous precedence, because what we are actually saying is 
he wasn't a good enough Muslim, or we don't accept him as a Muslim or any other faith, and we will decide how his uh, last rites would be done. And I think, where do you stop? Tomorrow we could say alcoholics. They have to, you know, it could be wife abusers. So I think that's a slippery slope. I can see that there's a lot of fear in the Boston community. People are afraid of backlash against the mosque if it carries, or an imam if he carries a But I think instead of making it into such a big deal if it was done quietly. Mm. And also, you know, we are only thinking of him right now. We also have to think about his family that needs to move on. Have you ever encountered a case like this where the subject is socially reprehensible to such a degree that no one will accept the corpse? I have had personal experience because I do the washing and palliative care as a volunteer. And I have come in a situation where I was questioned why we were giving a Muslim funeral who was known to be an alcoholic all his life and never practiced the faith. And my answer to them was, how do you know that the last breath he did not seek forgiveness? Can anybody guarantee me that? And so we went ahead and we did the funeral. Shahina Sadiqi, president of the Islamic Social Services Association in Winnipeg, Canada. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome.